What up? This is your boy, Doughboy. And I am Shantae Wayans. And this is another installment of the Minister Sobriety Podcast, a podcast totally dedicated to us living a sober life from alcohol because we don't like it. It's pretty destructive in our lives, so we don't mess with that. And before we move any further, we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Clean Cause Energy. Not only is it just the best form of energy that I've had in my system for a very, very long time, energy drink wise, but 50% of all profits and proceeds go go to to addiction addiction recovery. recovery. So make sure you guys tap into that. They have 160 milligrams of organic caffeine and it just makes you feel good on the inside, you know? Yeah, feeling good. Why are you feeling good? Because you're healthy and good, you know? Energize in a healthy way. You feel me? (laughs) (laughs) And before we even get to our normal, speaking of feeling good, yeah. You were feeling pretty good <laughs> last night because something changed in your life and I was able to witness it. I knew it was coming because you had told me before, yes. so you had planned on it, but um, I don't want to steal the thunder of your moment. Why don't you let the people know what happened, out? Well, you know, uh, uh, my lady's birthday is coming up August 7th. Uh-huh. Uh, that is Saturday. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I basically, the, the gist of everything is I proposed at the end of the night. Okay, so let's unpack this. <laughs> okay, so you proposed. Yes. And what made you think that you were ready? What made you know that you were ready for that step in your life? Before you even said, I'm going to get rings and get on a knee. Like, what made you just be like, you know what? How how I'm ready. So, from the beginning of our relationship, uh, Marche has... I I started writing things down Mm -hmm. that she told me she liked or, or that she hasn't done or things like that. So, I would take note of things... Mm-hmm. To see how I could hold that response. So I haven't been romantic in a long time. I've, mm-hmm. I've been very, this is part of my not liking to celebrate, mm-hmm. but I would do stuff for people and either I got them the wrong gift or I would, I would spend money on something and they wouldn't use it. So, so forth and so on. Long story short, uh, that was the first thing of me noticing like that. I really, really. This is different because you care. Okay. I'm like, how do I make her feel special? Right. And man, just the look on her face, man, the whole, the whole vibe man. of it. You came in there looking like, man, I meant to tell you too, because you had the, <laughs> the tux on with the braids. You yeah, look like a whole man. drug dealer, like at a drug dealer's anthem. Like, I almost asked you for some cocaine. Like, hey, hey, look at that ball. But nah, man, so you definitely asked her. She Get said, she, she said, yes. Um, I cried. You cried? Uh, just, <laughs> just put it out there. And this is the embarrassing part. I'm sitting there with Tony. She didn't cry. Mm. And I'm sitting there crying. I'm, I'm, she handed me a tissue. I'm like, hey, you got it, I got it. So, so she, she says, yes, just explain to me how that felt in that moment, what? man, just to get that, so, uh, that yes. I'm going to tell you why. Um, Tony was mad. <laughs> Tony was not going to show emotion. None of the girls, if you looked around, mm-hmm. nobody was showing emotion that wasn't married. Mm. Women don't like to go see other couples happy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they be sitting in the back like, She was sitting there when, looking at me like, and when is you going to get right. ready to get on that knee, nigga? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 that was really good, Marche. <laughs> uh, but nah, but um, you, you know, uh, the, the proposal, let me tell you something, it's so crazy. So I was sitting here like, how can I surprise her? What can mm-hmm. I do? Are we supposed to go to Costa Rica for my birthday? That didn't go down. We also, you know, in COVID, we might be get locked back down again. Uh. So I was like, yo, what to do? 
And uh, basically, I was like, boom, uh, my boy Courage, Favorite Films, hit up, mm-hmm. um, asked him about an event planner. He told me about the event planner, Bliss uh, for Events. Shout yes. out to them because mm-hmm. they did their thing. It was amazing. Event, it it by was the way. amazing. Yes. Um, and Marche has never been a prom. So I go, okay. Really? Never been Interesting. a prom. Interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> I go, okay. I go, Shay's never been a prom. She loves ballroom dancing. And she she's the love of my life oh. so i was like how can i mix this together uh-huh. i had a blissful events doing a thing i told him i said look i want to do a prom event but she loves ballroom how mm-hmm. do we bring it she's like i got it so she got the house mm-hmm. of of uh ballman mm-hmm. uh uh and she was like i can get you that they're gonna have the children dancers and blah 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 mm-hmm. so we planned this stuff then i had once we got all the stuff ready because her, her cousin deanna shout out to her because mm-hmm. this chick freaking was in the streets with me every day looking for a ring. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. In the streets. So then the the biggest issue was trying to hold the secret. So Deanna had the ring. I had my girl Aaron and Denisha to go crazy with, like, doing catering, figuring out the DJ, all that stuff. And low-key, I just, I finally got all the, the, the stuff together and had to send her an invitation. She got the invitation. Mm-hmm. And then everything else was, like, going to be the surprise. That was so, so dope. And that was so dope, too, because like you said, you, you're not always super huge on, like, big events and stuff right. like that. So to see you pull it off, because you had even told me about it, like, I want to say, like, you know, maybe two weeks ago. And just so to see you, let me tell you how ridiculous and how just sometimes how blissfully stupid I can be sometimes. <laughs> like, if I ever mess up and say something that I ain't supposed to say, it, it never comes from a bad place. Right. So I see Marche yesterday, right? And so I'm nervous. So sometimes when I'm nervous, I talk too much, right? So I see her and I give her a hug. And I started to say this and then I stopped myself. You know what I almost said to her? What? Are you nervous? Ah! <laughs> I literally, I was like, oh, are you are you excited about your birthday? I literally, I was this close. I was like, okay, let me just shut up and not say anything yeah. else. <laughs> but that. <laughs> like, are you nervous? I'm nervous is, about what? Nothing. <laughs> I almost told on myself so many times because I can't hold it in. I don't like uh, holding. I'm, I'm one of them people. I start getting nervous. Everybody asking like, how you feeling? But I don't, I don't want to hear anything. So, mm-hmm. so I've been wanting to do it. Like I was like, forget this thing. I'm gonna just do it, and then we'll figure something out. <laughs> um, but I almost said stuff because everybody knew but her. Uh-huh. So I was like, I was talking to uh, somebody working with a script with, and uh-huh. then we on Zoom, and she goes, "So are y'all married yet?" I'm like, <laughs> so now I gotta go outside thinking she heard everything. I'm like, babe, why everybody think we married already? <laughs> you gotta cover your tracks, right? She's like, I don't know, girls. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure she don't find out. And like I said, you know, I'm telling her about the prom and stuff like that. And I mm-hmm. know she was like, why is she telling me all the surprises? But she didn't know about the the ballroom. She didn't know about the... the oh, you could tell she genuinely, when she turned around and this... She, ah, she like, ran away. No, that's when I started crying. <laughs> and we can even put some of the footage. Like, I literally, as soon as she turned around, I was just like... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it just was such a happy moment, man. And I really... And I, I think I told you this maybe two or three times. You know, last night, I was just so happy for you because that just feels like in that moment, it just felt like that was the last connecting piece for you to just get that peace and happiness that, you you know, I'm saying that you're putting everything together for because, you know, you've been putting stuff together, got your sobriety together, your career is starting to click now and like you can see the. The relationship working, but for you to take that step, like, look, I'm I'm doing this for life. You're the woman that I want to dedicate my life to. And you said something. I, I want to give away what you said in your uh, yeah, when you, you asked. Say, you, know. you had said something that was so deep, babe. What was she said? She was like, 
Oh, I, 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 I wouldn't change it, uh, any. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't change anything, anything in my life. In my if, life, if it changed the course of me meeting you, and that was just so. It just made me just think about just our lives in general. Like we think about, you know, what I'm saying, like yeah. we like all the crazy stuff that we go to. Like we probably could have been you know different situations and yeah. better or whatever we would have thought but it wouldn't have given us the life that we have now or yeah. the people that are in it so it was and just <laughs> man i was just a bunch of tears and emotions here's what's funny I, after i said it and uh my uncle marlon was there he came he came by he was like damn wouldn't change uh he said wouldn't change your course of your life he said dang you've been molested you you've been on rock bottom and drugs and you, you go you through all that. None of that you gay you go through troubles so I was like thanks uh, <laughs> thanks I in think. hindsight if I had to worry about getting molested and uh, married uh, maybe you're right but it, right. But it sounded great yeah, but, but yeah, thank you <laughs> Nah, man, I'm super proud. Let me ask you this, though, because this is the question I definitely want to ask you, because I know one day I'm going to end up proposing. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I had an 84-day marriage back in the day. We'll talk about that in another <laughs> episode. But what was... Did it ever cross your mind that if you were asking that it could have been a no? Because I know we want to think that in in any chance that we ask somebody to marry us, that they're going to say yes. Like you probably talk to them about it. Right. It's almost a foregone conclusion. But we've seen by many a world star video, motherfuckers get told no. It oh, happens. So were you even thinking that it was even a, a, a chance that it wouldn't happen? And if it did, like, how hard was that getting up from your knee going to be like, oh. And I would be like, everybody out. Give me that bottle of innocence, you son of a Everything I just got you today. Um, no, this is how I knew. I, I did have a slight thought, and her cousin literally hit me and said, I just want you to know if you're nervous, uh, she is 1,000% gonna say yes mm -hmm. so a part of me knew she was gonna say yes is because when i when i first started hanging out with her mm -hmm. she showed me this ring and she goes i'm a size six so when you ready to propose oh so you knew what time so time, time she was on shay already has her uh guest list and her bridesmaids oh she was already talking to tony about the engagement yeah, party and got, everything she she already <laughs> has these lists so for me i just knew my my thing is this engagement didn't have to go to get married right away because we've been together almost a year. Mm -hmm. But I I figure we have another year to figure out what this means because now mm -hmm. now it's a level up. Right. So now she walking around like lockdown, and I'm like, <laughs> let's see this turnaround. But I don't think that will happen. Right. Right. Nah, I'm, and I'm definitely proud of you, man. I can't wait till the actual um, you know wedding comes. I mean, if you need extra groomsmen, I mean, I'm around here. I'm just throwing my hat in the ring. This this what I'm Listen, doing, man. Because I know you got a lot of nigga friends, man. Listen, ah! <laughs> I'm going to sock dick you gonna, you gonna see a lot of dudes with titties <laughs> on, on that lineup. <laughs> so it just depends. How does that work? I didn't want to ask, like, so how does it work? So when you do your, when you pick your groomsmen out, like, or do you know how many you're going to pick? And what's the status? Because I want to yeah. be one of them. <laughs> Let me tell you, I am, because I want to, you going to keep throwing it in there. Here's the deal. Uh, Shay going to deal with all that shit. Uh -huh. I, and she tell me we can have three or five or whatever, then I can figure it out accordingly. But mm -hmm. I'm not, mm-mm. So you just showing you tell up. You gonna what to do? <laughs> That's why it was so easy for me to be romantic. Because all you gotta do is tell me what it is. God damn it! Hold on. Oh, y'all good? <coughs> Ain't that cocoa? Is it? No, hey. but I, what I'm gonna say something after you say something. This is why I say it. No. <laughs> but no, nah, man, that was that was definitely a, um, a great moment to Dope even. Boy got the 
get it. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this: all the men's faces, uh, like at a certain point in there, y'all all felt like love at first. You all looked like y'all looked at your girl and was like, "Don't worry, give me a week." <laughs> oh yeah, I'm telling you, I, I really thought about it. Like it even. Because it's just like, you know, just like when you go to like, when you go to life changing events, it makes you think about your life in that way. Like, you know, you know, me and Tony have been, you know, dating, you know, pretty strong now for about two years now. So it started making me think like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Let me start going to little rings and little rings and things. Let <laughs> <laughs> me go ahead and take her right. off the market. Right. Make an honest woman out of it. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any big ideas for your honeymoon or anything? I think you should just do something balls to the wall. Did you just ask me a question and answer? I said you should know. I said, what well, do you have any ideas for your honeymoon? <laughs> you should be. Ball- I know. Um, I think no. I don't know. I probably just want to. If I can't go somewhere, I haven't been. Uh, I'm I'm super super proud of you, man. And it's 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 but just. I tell dope. you this: for my bachelor party, I'm doing the uh, pimps and hoes theme. Is that and right? And the hoes gonna be the strippers. <laughs> I'm gonna be there turning oh, up. Absolutely, Tony can't go. absolutely. Oh, <laughs> duh, unless he's stripping. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, man, that's super dope, man. I'm super excited, man, and uh, just keep me posted on all the things. I definitely think. Um, oh, and you got you had another change in your life happen over the past week that everybody don't know about. What the bird, nigga? Uh, hey, <laughs> you I went by the whole bird in my place. You feel me? No. <laughs> I did. I went. I bought and bought a bird. I, I saw my girl was watching this. Uh, like real, real Hollywood, some some ratchet stuff. And the chick in there had a bird, had a great South African uh, gray parrot. Uh-huh. And so she go, oh, I want a bird. Mind you, she didn't want me to get a tortoise. So I said, oh, you going you gonna to tell an attic that you want something? So I said, you want a bird? Let's go get a bird. She was like, no, baby, it's okay. I'm tired. I said, baby, we can go. I said, fine. Well, I'm going to step out the house because I ain't been out all day. She's like, where you going? I'm going to go see some birds. Okay, She's so like, wait, break this down. Because you know, as your homie, I'm thinking this feels Because me- even when I was so over many. here and you were like, yeah, so I'm going to get a turtle, though, boy. I'm like, that's just random, but okay. And then literally... A couple days later, you're like, yeah, man, fuck that turtle shit. A bird, though. I'm like, a bird? And then you really got one, so you don't feel like this is manic at all? You really like this bird? Listen, it's it's an addiction to something great, because I love animals. Animals come up to me Mm -hmm. in the streets. So really, I, yeah, I I feel a connection. I know that sounds crazy, but no, cool. it's not like it's every day. It's no it's no uh, fairy tale. Mm-hmm. But I've had squirrels, I've had birds, I've had certain animals like come up close to me, and it's never like a, a attack or anything like that. You got that good energy. That's what I'm saying. The mm-hmm. vibes. Um. So nah. So she, I said I'm going to look at it. She was like, I want to come. So we went, and they, they start telling you the bird chooses you, and the bird came up here, and he's just. Let me pet this, it. Let, out let me like, tell y'all how ridiculous. Like, I don't even want to call you ridiculous. Let me show you how committed of a bird parent she is. She already trying to potty train the bird. The bird then hopped in the bath with Shay. Apparently, the yep. bird got its own cage. Yep. They know his mannerisms and oh, he go to sleep. I'm like, you've had this bird 72 hours. Hey. They're like, yeah, you know, he don't like to talk after <laughs> after 6 p.m. He just goes I, into his little. I, I'm sorry, it took you uh, 12 months to teach Kiara. <laughs> 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 I love it though, be man. That bird brain. <laughs> you gotta be thinking I might want to get a bird, bro. I need a bigger best. one though. I need like uh, an eagle. Yeah, but <laughs> you say that now until they grip you and be like, ah, you be like, because they be trying to love you, but they digging your. <laughs>
<laughs> they try to play and take your whole face off. Right. They be like, love. <laughs> so, dog, nah, man, I got, I'm glad you got some great life changes going on. Um, I got I, some life changes. I was about to say, you got some life changes. Um, bang. The, the, the tattoo? No. You see that you see that uh band-aid? <laughs> new new nickname alert, Reggie Vaxin. I went and got vaccinated. <laughs> so this is why I'm coughing. Cause you got COVID in your body nah. right now. And Wait, now you that, pass it on. Is that what it is? They put COVID in yes, me? Yes, every vaccine no. is putting the disease in you so you could fight off the thing. No. This, didn't I say like two no, episodes ago to research? So now I got the Pfizer one though. It don't do that. All of them oh, do that. That's shit. what a vaccine is. So now you got COVID and you came around me. And now if I'm sick tomorrow, guess who I'm looking at? Oh, I did. I, all BS aside. And you only got the first shot? I got the first one. I didn't know. I, I My arm hurts a little bit. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can squeeze something out. <laughs> so no, man, but the reason why is because... Everybody was getting it. I figured it was the safest thing to do. I don't know why I got it, actually. <laughs> I just wanted to stop getting terrible, dirty looks when I told people I didn't have it. I'm like, I don't have it. I'd be like, Ugh, I don't like you you're looking at You want to talk about manic behavior? <laughs> <laughs> you probably got up at 3 o'clock in the morning. It was like, Tony, let's go get the vaccine. No, Tony will tell you randomly because I literally was talking to somebody on Tuesday. I was like, let's go get vaccinated. She was like, babe, let's... And the reason why she told me not to Tuesday, because she was like, well, we're going to Shantae's thing Wednesday. You don't want to be having no you know, side effects or feeling any type of way. I was like, yeah, 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 you're right. And so then Thursday came, which is today. And I was just like, I got to go today. Come with me. And she was just like, don't you want me to look it up? I was like, I've made up my mind. And you got it? And by, No, she didn't get it. And by making up my mind, I went there. I was like, Doc, which one's better? <laughs> <laughs> so now Doughboy's side effect might be herpes. So if you see any bumps show up, that's one of the side effects. But uh, uh, but I did get it. I, I, man, I, I just, How are you feeling right now? Um, I, I, don't, I genuinely don't feel anything internally. Like where they did it is a little sore. Um, but, you know, I, I really was, I did do, you know, a little bit of level research. And, um... <laughs> I was like, no, I didn't. That's why I can't I lie. Say, what like, you Tony find thinks out. that I'll be honest because I'm an honest person. I just am a terrible liar. Like I'll just start. I was like, yeah, I did do something. But no, what I the reason why I did do it, because from what I understand, um, if 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 you don't if if I can get it and then spread it out to people that maybe don't have stronger immune systems, then that could affect them. So I just wanted to do my part in any way that I could to... Uh, the motherfuckers that... I keep cursing. <laughs> it's okay. I might have to beat these out. The people mm -hmm. who got bad immune systems or they not strong enough should be in the house. You right. These fragile, that's like grandma should get her license taken away at a certain age, just like we got a certain age to get our license. I'm sitting here laughing. I feel you. You like, you like, yo, everybody, people getting vaccinated. I don't know why I keep spreading because you keep getting the COVID and then going around people and giving them the god darn COVID. Well, how long does it stay in me then? When will it be gone? So then, so do I, should I quarantine after I leave? You got it today. Oh, man. 
Sorry, man. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, nah, but I, I try to do my, the, the I, right I'm thing. I'm glad that you made a decision. I tried to make a responsible decision, so, you know, we'll see how it goes. How how did you stay sober your, this week? Your left cheek is drooping. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> how did you stay sober this week? Was it a challenge for you? Uh, yo, it, uh, it kind of was only for the pressure of uh, doing this proposal. Okay, and, so you had some anxiety. I did have an anxi- anxiety, and here's what's crazy. Shay brought some bourbon mm-hmm. ice cream. What? Some bourbon ice cream. So the ice cream Was that has- the party? No, no, no. Oh. This is... <laughs> like, how'd I miss that? I would have been slizzard and wouldn't have known why. No, no, no. So here... They're like, no, but you're back on the bottle. Absolutely not. Oh, God, no. <laughs> why, Shay? <Sorry>. Why? <laughs> this, this is all I'm going to say because this is, again, something that can lead you back into falling. I uh, I told you I've had Odules and stuff like that, right. which has like point five percent, or is it point? Yeah, very point, very small amount. Very very small amount. So, mm-hmm. uh, the bourbon has point five, right? Okay. So I was like, oh, let me you know taste it, and I taste it, and I could tell that if I would have had at least half of that cup, I'd have been lit. <sighs> and I I you could taste the bourbon like you had a shot, like if I was driving. On a freeway and the cop pulled me over. I was like, yo. When did they start infusing alcohol in foods? <laughs> when, I didn't even know that was a thing. to get re- try to recover, they was like, uh, we could trick, we got we could trick them with ice cream and chips I'm a fat liquor. recovering alcoholic. Like, I am much better versed at staying away from alcohol than I am from snacks. I got no chance against snacks. But wouldn't that be funny if we were just sitting here? They're like, why is Doughboy and Shantae eating so much ice cream? <laughs> That would be the bullshit if I lost my sobriety. They'd be like, what was it? What did you do to just break your sobriety? Nigga, they had some ice cream. I I had to get involved. That would be me. I would literally just have ice cream in a party like. (laughs) And I would have told up too because I would have just thought it was just fire ice cream until I would have been passed out, cussing out the wait staff. So yeah, so 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 did you? So did you just smelled it and you just knew to stay away from it? I knew I could. I can literally smell and and. It, it, you know, you know, you ever got the uh, like throwback Thursday taste of liquor? Yes, <laughs> that's, yes. that's how it felt. Wow, because I, because even when people breathe in my, if they got liquor on their breath, then on their breath, I get triggered. So I wouldn't know how to um how to deal with seeing liquor infused ice cream. That would you just be don't a, even do it. Be a decision that I'm not really. I, I was. I don't want to say I was triggered. I'm at the party, but with me, I I do get, no, I was triggered. The reason why, though, it wasn't just because there was alcohol there, because even when we was in South Carolina, I literally was eating at the fish spot at the bar because it was no seats other places, and I was fine. I was never like, and you know, even the hotel we stayed in, they had beers in the in the, in the snack machine You know yeah. what I mean So alcohol Be very accessible But you know For the majority of the time I'll be like No I'm cool yeah. But when I do parties Because I can even do I can even do Stand like Like comedy clubs I, I still don't feel it I'm like I'm at work da, da, da. But when I'm at Party settings Around people I know And we're celebrating Something I want to drink It's just yeah. It's one of the worst Things for me And so then yesterday So this is literally What happened you know, if you see me like sitting on the couch, because what I do, if if I'm in a situation where I feel like I'm I might, mm-hmm. then I just I stay still until it until it kind of goes. And so what I did, I was telling Tony because um, I was like, all right, I'm about to go get a Coke. And then I looked up and I seen they had the bar over there or whatever. And then I was just like, 
Like I went to get up and someone was like, no. And so I was like, okay. Like, and then I was like, all right, I'm about to go get a coat. I'm thirsty. And it was like, no. When I heard it the second time, I was like, okay, I'm not going over there to order a drink. And so luckily, you know, Nick was there and then uh, Tony was next to me. So they both had kind of went. I just kind of communicated to her like, hey, I'm just not going to. Because with w- w- my mind, like my mind would start working reverse mechanics against me. Like, man, just go get a drink and step out. Nobody's even going to know. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And once I started to hear that, then it's like, nah, that might be dangerous. So I kind of just, um, you know, stayed away from it, you know, for that reason. But that wasn't even the the most triggering time that I had this week. I've been, I've been, I've been going through it. The past couple week? of weeks. Well, just maybe like the past two months. It's it's been it's been a challenge. I think just because now that you know I have <laughs> this is let me explain this. Let me let me let me tell you about the reason why I showed up wearing what I wore to think yesterday. So wait, so, wait, wait, wait. So let, let's let's just go. Hey, everybody get an invitation. What's the theme? Theme is prom, prom night. night. Okay. Prom night. Okay. So this was the thing. So this is the conundrum that I'm in clothes-wise, right? So last summer, I was at my lowest weight, like right about 250, like 245. I was coming up on that 225 mark, right? And so... I told myself, I was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? So I won't get motivated to gain any weight back. I'm throwing away all my fat clothes. I caught them my fat clothes, right? Threw them all away, everything, suits, everything, because it was too big. So I threw it all away. This is like last year, around this time last year, right? And so as the year kind of progressed and went by, getting sober, about 50 of them, 50 of them things came back. So <laughs> real quick, like, hey, man, we back, nigga. We right back, like, we left. So, hey, yeah, we here, right? So now none of the the newer, so, so basically I can't fit any of the old clothes anyway. So now anything that I have clothes-wise is either too big or too small. So Tony was fighting with me because I had a suit, but it was baggy. It was a baggy suit. So she was going back and forth for me. So I was just like, well, maybe I can go. And so like the longer I waited, it was like, well, I, I'm not going to go and just got like a whole full tailor suit. So I was just like, literally up until the moment, like before I was going to come, I was just like, well, cause like I had, a, I had a black dress shirt, but it didn't button all the way up. And so that's how fat niggas know what it is. Like you just, you just go straight to the bottom button to see if you got love. And I was like, well, maybe I can kind of wear it open. So, and so I just ended up coming up with, with that concoction of that outfit but I say that point with, s- with Tim's on with Tim's he did I, represent New York at least and I, and I had your brand on I was like at least I'll be brand yeah, representing like, oh, oh I can't say that because you wear the little bit of hat so yeah so but I, I'm telling you like the weight thing it just has been bothering me because you know how it is with weight like you you can see it and then you, people people say things to you trying to make a like trying to bring it up but they try to say it in different ways right right niggas right. see me like hey man you still working out bitch you know I'm not working out no more what are you asking me this for you like the last five <laughs> videos on my Instagram saying I'm trying to lose weight you know what it is so I think that's been what's been going on with me man it's just been plenty of just late nights and Donuts and, and and that's just been depressing me, and I, I think that is once again coming from the meds. Yeah. So you know that's that's been getting so when I when I get to the wait, point. Wait, wait, of, you don't. Sorry to interrupt. You, you don't just, feel like you've been regulating now, like feeling more control with it. With the food? No, no, no. With the um meds. The meds feel. The meds are feeling better a little bit though. Like because like even like I don't know if you asked me yesterday, but I think a couple people asked me like, yo, you good? Because sometimes when I'm there, I'm just 
I'm just yeah. kind of just there. Like, because yeah, if you yeah. know me, you know who I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. you know, so, but I do feel like I'm a little bit more balanced. My sleep is good, you know, all the different things. But this is the, the, the reason why I even brought this up because I kind of, I kind of just told it to myself like this perspective is everything, yeah. right? And so as much as I'm kind of beating myself up for, you know, gaining, and really the, the real weight that I'm gaining, I'm talking about, because I went from like 250 to 280, you know, that took like six months, six, seven yeah. months. But then like this last 20 kind of came when I got on the medication, right? And so I, I think perspective is everything. So it's one thing to just sit there and be like, man, I gained some weight, man, that's mm-hmm. effed up. But then when I flip it and think like, oh boy, last year, you were a mess. You were drinking every day. So even though you might have been at whatever weight you thought, mm-hmm. you were super unhealthy. Your relationship was unhealthy. So now I'm just starting to give myself more grace and just be like, man, I'm on the right path. I'm, you know, just just hit, what, eight months, seven months sober. Like, I'm about to hit a year. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I just started mm-hmm. telling myself, man, just revel in the, in the, in the peace of being sober and just know that everything else is going to, you know. But that was stressing me out, making me be like, I want to drink. It's, I, I'll tell you one thing. My uh, When I put on my outfit, that very thing happened to me. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I was there because, you know, I was I was being filmed. So I was, like, putting it on, and then I had to put on a tie, and I got here, and it was like, oh, oh, yeah. I tried to suck my throat oh, in, and I was like. You trying to suck your throat in? <laughs> so I just had to cover it up, cover it up with the tie so I didn't button up it. And then if you, if you actually get it on, these. Right. <laughs> so that's, that's how I felt, but luckily I was able to just take the tie and um, like cover, it, cover it up. Yo, weight is stressful. It's so stressful, but I keep going like, I keep saying after her birthday or after August, mm. a lot of things are going to change for me. After the whole month of August? No, no, no. Okay. Uh, August like 10th. Because <laughs> I need, you know, I guess I feel I've been going like, okay, I got a little weight on me. Mm. I'm about to eat all the stuff that I want and then I gotta let it go see let me tell you let me tell you how dangerous that is back to circa 2014 <laughs> I had I went to go get my consultation for weight loss surgery and I'm 440 at the time right I go in there I'm like hey man man what's up man let me get this man cut me man let me let me get this surgery right doctor looks at me straight in the eyes he's like hey man we're not doing this surgery unless you're under 400 pounds I need you I don't care if you're at 399 Go lose weight. I'm gonna put you on special diet. You see this? This is what I want you eating for the next three months. This is a fu- this is a fully foolproof plan. That's all you got to do, or you're wasting your time with me. And I'm not gonna do the surgery. I said, Psh, give it to me. Psh. For the next three months, I did what you just said. I was like, they really cut my stomach. I'm gonna <laughs> eat everything I want to eat. This is my last hoorah. Came back three months later. Got on the scale. He was like, all right, you better be three ninety nine, or we ain't doing. But he had seen it. But when he looked at me, he was just like. Hopped on the scale, nigga, 486. <laughs> nigga said, wait, I told you to lose 40 and you gained 46? I'm like, you want me to go try to lose the 86? Hey. Like, no, nigga, you're going to be 600 pounds. Get on the table. Let me cut you, tubby. So, <laughs> you got to be careful with them last hurrahs because they can turn into some your, extra your pounds. Your example and analogy was horrible <laughs> because somebody specifically told you the regimen that you needed for three months. Nobody told me. I just know I should lose weight and I'm giving myself a date. <laughs> but see, this, this is the thing that I think we all do when we're trying to lose weight. We just say what you just said, right? Yeah. I need to lose weight. And that's such a, a broad thing. Like, I just need to, like, we don't go into how many calories we should be consuming to right. what the calorie deficient should be. Right. What type of workout. I think... 
Like like how I am. I'm very much in my personality like how I am when I when I FaceTimed you on Monday. And I was super excited. I'm working out. I'm yeah. like, yeah, what's up? You up with it? Yeah, yeah. I haven't been back to the gym since. <laughs> but for that day, I was totally committed and eating spinach. And But then at the next day, I was like, man, the donut sounds like a, a better option. So I think we need to start holding each other. Okay, accountable no, for sure I listen I said August we are getting to work with content uh-huh. and losing weight and so many things so I just needed these the early August to, to get pass. it out your system yeah. okay and you got your bird now so and I don't I know how bird. that's going to help you lose weight but maybe it will well I take him outside okay and you got your dog you can walk we can walk the dogs we live very close to each other. We, we can start working like out. Two doors down. Yes. And be like, you want me to meet you where? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that we should definitely do that. And but yeah, that was the the uh, the toughest thing about it. But for whatever. But um, you know what I think kind of has been having me chill out a little bit more. Hmm. Been smoking the weeds a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. You can't. Well, they Just had enough. edibles last night. And so this is the this is the problem of of when somebody says something to you and you don't hear them acting like you heard them. Music is super loud. First of all, Tony came over. She thought they were deviled eggs. I'm like, okay. Like she was like, they got eggs over there. I'm like, wait, they just got eggs. So then she comes over because she had these little cheesecake bites. They're super little. So I'm like, these aren't eggs at all. She's like, yeah, 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 they're cheesecake. And so the music is super loud. She's like, something, something. I'm thinking she like celebrated. I'm like, what? And she's like, seven, seven, seven. I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. Like, didn't hear what she said. Knocked back three of them things. She was just like, and then it went until 10 minutes later, somebody, Nick came over. He's like, hey, man, you know those is uh, uh, medicated. I'm like, nigga. Tony was like, I absolutely told you. I was like, oh, maybe I should have really heard no, what you said. No, because this was you at the party. Like, you were like, nah, I just wanted to chill and be on my own and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I literally saw you sitting in one spot for like an hour. And you was just like. <laughs> and I was like, is Dope Boy trying to make him Feel comfortable because, like, you don't have to stay. You know how somebody's just in the corner yeah, yeah, trying to act yeah, like they every, every time you look at him, he was like, <laughs> No, this is how I do it was bad. The photographer came up, like, she told me to take some pictures, then she came back, like, an hour later, like, I can't take a picture of y'all in the same spot. We were like, Oh, okay, so I think it was the edibles. I was a little uh, glued Yo, to the uh, the to picture the couch. lady was so funny yesterday. We was all taking a picture, and no boy not like doing this. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, put your neck down. And so we like, we still trying to be hard. But like, have it. <laughs> she like, no. And why do you think it's got to be hard at everything? This is a whole engagement. We sit there like, yeah. We talk about us like gaining weight and stuff, and we show like a biggest part. So like, she kept going. So basically, the picture ended up, and we. <laughs> She's like, suck your face. And- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why we keep doing this? It's oh, it's not it was working for us anymore. I, I'm sitting up and looking ridiculous. <laughs> Ran out of, 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 of wardrobe options. Nigga sitting there with jeans and tits. I felt like a fucking child. Like, who, who, who raised me? <laughs> no one else. Yo, <laughs> Everyone else so was in character. Your, like- your brother pulled up. He came in with the nice suit with the no oh, socks. Yeah. I'm like, man. That's that that's that fresh baby love. They was man. outside like <laughs> doing every old school dance. Everybody was in there with a nice suit. Maybe that's why I wasn't moving around too much. I'm sitting there with jeans and Tim's. Like, man. No, you, you was say gone. yes, you heard. You was gone, man. <laughs> yeah, I would <that>. say. <laughs> 
Nah, them, them, uh, them edibles had me, uh, you know what I mean, leaning back a little bit. But this is what was good because I, 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 my anxiety kicked in. I did take some uh, of the medicated cheesecakes too. Mm-hmm. Um, do you tell us about a time when you used a substance to try to get over another substance? Or not do the other stuff. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got a story. I got a, a story that, that actually put me in rehab the second time because it was that deep. So um basically I was I used to use alcohol a lot, or at least that was the excuse that I was telling myself mm-hmm. because it helps me sleep. So I'd be like, I can't go to sleep without a man if not. I mean, you know the excuses that we make, right? So um, I, I had like ran into some random girl. This is back like 2017. And so she was, we was just kicking it. And she was just like, hey, have you ever tried Xanax? And I'm like, nah, nah, what is it? She was like, yo, you'll get the best rest, da, 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 da. Just, you know, try it. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I take it, not even on no getting drunk shit. Like she literally gave it to me and I literally... It was just, I kind of just chilled. It was just like, oh, and then got some sleep and like maybe slept for like 10, 12 hours. I was like, yo, that's fire, right? Yeah. So I wake up and so she was just like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Moving forward, she's like, I got, she's like, I keep this. I got a prescription of these. She was like, here, just, just take this. If you ever need to just go to sleep, just take them. I'm like, oh, thank you. So she gives them to me, puts them in my hand. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm literally not even thinking of this as, a recreational thing. I'm just like, she just gave me something that will help me sleep. I'll try it. I'm up for it, whatever. So fast forward, I had the same pills and like I hadn't even taken them. So some time passes on. And I was, I remember I was going through a really stressful time in my life. It was a bunch of shit going on at work. It was just a bunch of shit going on in my personal life. And so I really was just in a dark place mentally and you ever like do that do that situation where you go to get drunk to feel whatever emotion that you're feeling it's like i'm sad this is gonna make me feel 10 times Mm -hmm. sadder and i know it Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna do it so i'll never forget i had got a bottle of hand because that was you know my thing and i would like drink hand and and red bull i don't know why that's the upper downer but i would do it (laughs) so i was drinking it whatever and i'm just taking it straight just boom sips boom and i'm drunk now right and so then i get the bright idea that okay I want to go to sleep and so I couldn't go to sleep I was like oh a girl gave me those pills so then I'm like okay let me go grab the pills so I'm like I'm literally taking it just to go to sleep so I just take one of them I had like like five or six of them and I just took one of them and I was like all right you know but see with me the, the wild thing about me is I don't take medicine at all. I don't take aspirin. I don't just because growing up, I seen people try to like commit suicide by taking a bunch of pills. Mm. Pills always scared me. You know what I'm saying? Which is why I was so reluctant to take the meds that the doctor was telling. I, I literally don't take meds. Like if I have a headache, I don't. Ta- I don't take pills. So I don't. I don't even know how to take it and know if it's working. Just because whatever, mm-hmm. right? So I take the one. I don't know what it felt like to me was like. 10 hours had passed, but it was probably five minutes. I'm like, man, this shit ain't even working. I'm like, man, these weak-ass pills. Let me just take some more. But this is drunk, doughboy, rationalizing this. Literally, take the rest of the pills. Take them. When I tell you that this was... I remember taking the sip, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. Literally, for the rest of that weekend, don't remember much. But, like, I was around people that were telling me 
how I was acting. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you was getting into it with these cats at uh, at Denny's. Apparently, I was at a Denny's and I'm yelling at some niggas. And apparently, I was just being super rude. And they was just like, nigga, you know what I'm saying? We know you from, from, from and you hella funny. That's the only reason we ain't finna kill you. Like, I was a pair, like, a pair like the lights was on. Nobody was home. So I go through this whole weekend of just, you know, like I remember bits and pieces of it, yeah. but not. Really, just, and then I'll never forget, I ended up waking up super early in the morning because I had to be at work on that Monday, and I had to be on set. And so I was literally walking to my car, and that was when I heard, like, the voice of God, like, something was just like, don't drive your car, because I just felt off. So I was like, all right, didn't drive the car. Ended up going to work, and just, they could just tell I was just spaced out. So they were about to fire me from the job and as they're getting ready to fire me I'm just sitting there like man I'm praying in my head because even the cat that had uh, had hired me like he didn't want to but he was about they sent him in there to fire me yeah. so I'm like man so I'm sitting there like I'm about to lose my job like this is effed up and I'm literally sitting there like you know what I'm saying like I'm, I'm finna get fired so I'm literally praying in my head like man just God like if you just give me one more chance I'll, I'll go back to rehab because that's when I really realized it as a problem and so I remember just sitting there and then, then literally the next words that came out of dude's mouth he was just like look bro you got one more chance i was like hey man i'm going to rehab i literally went downstairs i told him i'm like hey i need to do this from and i that's literally it was that situation that had me go to rehab i checked in november 22nd 2017 and that's what started my sobriety because i was that scared so <laughs> i couldn't Damn tell it. you like i remember being at the denny's i remember seeing the niggas don't remember the argument like I remember being on the phone don't remember the conversations it's like I, and apparently people be functioning normally off of Xanax like they they use it like as a recreational drug and Listen, that shit will space you out I, I think I had Xanax one time and I didn't like the feeling mm -hmm. I feel like there's another pill that people were saying but even with like the 800s like I I got hooked on it for a second what are the but 800? Those are the, ibuprofen? Yeah, like when you go to the doctor, you get that Vicodin and 800, you mix those together, you be on cloud 20. But you got to eat like a Thanksgiving meal to not die. So, like, <laughs> For real? Yeah, because it's so... What does it do to you? Because I know people who have taken pain pills, and I know it's pretty destructive. What, what does it feel like? It just... The muscle relaxers, they just chill you out? No, so the, the reason why I like it is because you feel relaxed but loopy. Oh, so it's, it's okay. almost like you're on. It's like what the you like. Ugh. You're relaxed with a high. Yeah, you like, Ugh, but, can't, <laughs> but can't move. Oh, you know what wow. I'm so uh, you're like just super. That at least that's what it was for me. Like if you try to get up and you like, uh, but if you if you had surgery, like uh, you you didn't take any what hard the, stuff for that. No, no, because I've wow. always been afraid. Damn. Man. And they had like they had prescribed I'm glad you me did it because you would have been. They, but see, they told me that too, and I had talked to some people that had told me. I remember I talked to to some girl. She had told me that her sister had got the surgery because you know the weight loss surgery it creates addicts. If some people were not addicts before, right. it would turn you into an addict. And like they said, this creates pill heads. Like you will, and like with the pills, it's scary. Like that can. No, for Decimate sure. Decimate you. You know what I'm saying? And the skin, like, you oh, know, yeah. I'm still trying to get my skin, like, to recover. But, the, I mean, it's from Molly and XD and stuff, too. But it... Your, your skin looks amazing. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I feel good. But I'm saying, like, I have... I can get, like, holes and, you know, dark holes in my thing. Like, I remember being in Miami doing a show. And uh, I came into the to the club mm -hmm. and I had a huge like at first it felt like a pimple mm -hmm. and my my bump got so big that I had to wear a bandage on stage 
Because really? it just looked like, yeah, they had to pop it. They had to put some stuff on it. And when I t- it was... It and that all crazy. comes from the pill. It's just toxic. Now, I don't want to say just pill, but I was drinking. Uh-huh. I was doing Molly. Uh, matter of fact, I don't even think I was drinking. I think I was doing Molly. That was that was my, uh, I'm not drinking anymore. But I'll do this Molly. But I'll do this Molly. Yeah. Right. See, I did that when I tried cocaine. Well, no, I did cocaine. <laughs> I did cocaine and alcohol. That, yeah, it's that's cocaine is bro. I don't cocaine is not only not only wild to your mind. It's crazy expensive. That, that really right. expensive. The guy yeah. like like not like not even trying to be funny. Like I see why people turn to crack. Right, right. because cocaine is expensive. So crack is cheaper. Very much cheaper. They could they cut it with baking soda. Not that I would know. I've never tried it stuff, but I could see myself. I, I honestly feel like I tried cocaine two times in my life, and I genuinely feel like God was like, nah. He just wouldn't let me like it enough because I have such an addictive personality. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't be judging people that are addicted to crack. Yeah. I don't because I know that I have a very, very addictive personality. And I know that if I was out here sniffing coke, which is a very, very expensive habit, that's the reason why I think alcohol was so accessible to me because it was always cheap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, And I know that nobody ever wants to. And I know that's going to be a wildly unpopular opinion. Like, wait, what are you talking about? But no, I understand how my addict mind works. So I understand if I got to liking some cocaine. It's over. And then you start telling me that it's it's cheaper. And that's the thing. It was wild, too, because I was talking to people in... Um, in rehab and there's this guy white white dude right and he had come from a very prestigious family in new york like they had super bunch of money everything like he was like a scholar he played rugby and in playing rugby did something tore up his knee and so they put him on pain meds and over time like it was just with all the rehab and stuff he got addicted to the meds and so he said like after maybe a year or so of like the doctor realizing like, mm-hmm. no, you're just abusing this now. Then they stopped giving it to him. And so then after that, he started buying the pills like on the street. And then that was super expensive. He was like $25 a pill, like whatever. And he saw so he couldn't get it that way. And that's how he got into heroin. Damn. Literally because the pills were just too much and he couldn't get to them. And that's all pills are is, you know, it's their, oh, that's all heroin is, is opioid. I know I should have sold them shit. Sold <laughs> them in paid. high school, man. Man, so. I didn't even know. Jeez. Do, uh, d- let me ask you that. So do you ever, because I know that, you know, we're menaces in this thing. So I know that people be having their different, um, there are different ideologies about how sobriety should go. Some people just say, you shouldn't touch anything. Just right. eat vegetables and drink water. You know, and I know that, you know, we've even both openly said, hey, we smoke weed or whatever. But do you think that there's like other like drugs that that people could do in concert with alcohol? Like, you know what I'm saying? With keeping alcohol out or is it just easier just to say no? Like you said, because let me ask you this. So when you were... And that point in your life when you weren't drinking, but you weren't, but you were doing Molly, like what was your life like then? Was it like a mess? No, it, I mean, I, I'm gonna just say this, like anything that wasn't liquor, mm-hmm. I felt like I was more in control of because I was, I was afraid of that, you know, like, mm-hmm. especially, you know, in the, in the black community, those certain like pills and hardcore drugs and all that stuff is like for white people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't, you don't really think about like, uh, you, it's so weird. You look at cocaine, I mean, um, you know, liquor and stuff like that. And you'd be like, ah, oh, come on, man, everybody doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. But like cocaine, you'd be like, I, 
you you go cocaine or something, you just automatically go to cracked out on the street. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I if I dealt with uh, drugs and stuff like that, I always, no matter how many mollies I did, I would only take a little bit. Right. To see how I felt. Like I was so able to control it and mm-hmm. especially coming off of ecstasy because ecstasy, you don't know what you're going to I've get. never done you either know. of those. I almost did Molly last summer. I had bought it and everything and I was just like... Nah. Listen, Molly. <laughs> now I've I've had the last time I had Molly was when I knew I needed to stop because I had that uh, and and I was binging all night. What's that? Mean? And binging is like uh, it's like <laughs> this, <laughs> you were binging. This is what binging is. Um, hey, dope boy, what you doing? You, yo, let's go over here. So I I had I did this event had people walk. I kept doing this. I kept going. Yo, let's walk around the club. And so we walked at first, the first time was cool, you know, like they felt like we was making a presence. And uh-huh. then we went around. I was like, let's do it again. We probably missed some chicks for no so, reason. No reason. So I'm just like this. So then it, they was like, kind of like, OK, we're going to go home and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, OK, cool. <laughs> so then it started really kicking in because we got to the hotel. They was like, yo, Shantae, won't you sit? Chill. I was like, yeah, I am kind of tired. And you lay back and you like, oh wait, yo, let's go to the bing, casino. Bing. Every you, time I'm yeah, about you say like, bing bing. <laughs> so you're literally, it's like I couldn't stop moving. I was like, this can't be Molly because when I did Molly and I liked it, I was so chill. I was so like, like good time, but aware uh-huh. and all those things. So I mean, I'm not gonna tell you to try it now because right, we're right. in recovery. But right. if you would have tried it last Back year, then. you probably wouldn't have made it out, brother. Let me, let me ask you this. So, do you think that because alcohol is so wildly mainstream, taxable, and accepted, like you can literally get alcohol at a basketball game, or you know what I'm saying, or just go at your corner market, anything, it's very, anybody at, with 21 and a valid ID can purchase it, right? Right. Do you think that because it is so widely accepted that we don't look at it as dangerous as these other drugs, even though it's probably responsible for more, for you know, other. troubles and deaths than all those other ones combined. Like if you really think about it, because I think that we do shun the heroin addict, the right. cokehead. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, oh, you that's a hard drug, da da da. But when you when I think the work, the biggest, the biggest lie I feel like the devil could ever tell anybody is that alcohol ain't some dangerous shit that you could be living with. So, like, do you think that it's because we accept it so much that we don't see it as the the threat that it is? Well, put it this way. Everybody that drank usually has experience being drunk. Mm -hmm. So you get a pass. So if it's my first time meeting you Mm -hmm. and I get messed up. You're not going to really be like, Shantae, need to get her life together. You're going to be like, oh, you was messed You were up. hammered. Right. We, we were, were all we crazy. Were hammered. Right. So people experience that, but it's a social thing. Mm-hmm. It's all those things. You don't really see people except for certain parties just chilling and be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? So I was just, you, you want some, you know what I mean? Like, right. it's not like, let me go buy you some Coke. And a lot of times, too, a lot of times if somebody's on Coke or something, you might not know that they're even on it unless they tell you. Right. Or you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you see certain behaviors, but right. I just feel but like. But you know, you can easily identify somebody's drunk right like oh this guy's drunk right but i i feel like it becomes about what feels good to you what helps you numb up what helps you you know what what helps you move because my whole thing was like i want to be able to socialize i want to be able to see speak to people and you know what i'm saying like just just be okay and not be irritated Mm -hmm. with being around so many people and liquor was that for me until i overdid it 
Right. So that and that's probably the same thing with these other things. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty mm. sure if somebody just dosed out money, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if they just did coke every now and then, it probably wouldn't be an issue until you go over the top of the fence and just now you're doing this on an everyday basis. Which factors intolerance. Right. Because you'll start off with two drinks and that's all you could do and you'd be like, Ooh, you'd be like, Haha, Tony was drunk off of one drink mm-hmm. and then Five months later, she drinking a pint. Oh yeah, I seen it. I seen it happen last summer. I'm telling you, when I when I went back to it, when I went back to picking up June 18th, I remember like I I went into it like I'm still the same guy from almost three years ago drinking, but I wasn't. Like I was getting drunk way quicker. But that muscle memory of alcoholics is it's, it's there. Yeah, because you I th- I feel like you remember the great times, like when mm-hmm. I was good and you know, drunk or really when everybody was drunk around me, like my issue was I would get drunk before people, before the party started. So I, I was the person that would call all my friends in the morning while I'm drinking, mm-hmm. I'm making breakfast and the, and I got a cup. Mm-hmm. So I'm drinking. I'm like, yo, let's, let's go out tonight. I'm planning everything. I got five people coming out tonight. Come nighttime. I can make it cause I slept already. So I'm drinking again and I can make it mm. to the car. And I fell asleep on the way to the club and woke up like, why y'all leave me? I've and had that happen before. Out. I, I'm I, like, wow. You know, and the, the, have you ever had this happen? Because me and, me and Tony were having this conversation. It was very, very interesting. We were having this conversation today and yesterday. We both seem to have two different accounts of what type of drunk that I was. Because literally, I was like, I wasn't that bad. I right. would just, I wouldn't. And she was like, no, you weren't. You would talk too much. You would do this. You would be crying. Do you ever have, like, a different recollection of the drunk you than other people have of you? Because I genuinely didn't think I, I was like, oh, I was cool. She looks at it very differently from the sex to everything. I, again, <laughs> look, again, I say it's only because we would drink when other people wasn't faded. Mm-hmm. So anytime somebody was like, you wildin', they wasn't faded. But if you go around, <laughs> go, how about this? <laughs> they what say friends, you wildin', you be like, you ain't faded. Right, right, right. <laughs> what friends you, but that's why people don't mm-hmm. like other people around us sober. Because right. this, it's like, you're I, I don't get yeah, yeah, yeah. So do this. Any of your friends mm-hmm. that told you you had an issue that drink still, mm-hmm. go out with them one day. Or go go check them and just out. Just go see how they are and in action. Watch how annoying or like everything they say about you. And you be like, I can't I can't believe you guys are extra annoying you this. My issue was my emotions came out. That's mine. It's like yeah, and I think like, that because I'm usually a pretty emotional person anyway, but for some reason the emotion closet gets unlocked when I get super oh, drunk, yeah. and then I just want to tell you about my childhood and yeah, how it's everything the baby was coming rough. Out. And it's like, man, just, 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 just listen to this. Nah. But you know where I do find solace, and I found this this morning when I was going to get the uh, young back stacks. When I went right, because I I would like to believe, and maybe I'm wrong, right? Maybe I'm wrong in this, and you correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like us alcoholics. We know each other. We're like I like when we see each other. Like for like, I could look at you in your eyes. Like I could, I could tell. Not that I'm judging people, but I could be like, yeah, I know. Like I, I, I can see something in people to be like, yeah. Not to they just say know. I could look at any person and just be like, oh, you're an alcoholic. But if I see you at a club or with a drink or any element while you're, around, I can kind of just get that feel. So today when I was walking, because I got the uh, the vaccine at Rite Aid, right? 
and it was super early. It's like 9.30. Cause we've all been here in what I say, right? And I was starting to like give myself some grace. Cause I was just like, though, stop tripping off the weight so much. Like, bro, like you're sober, man. You're putting your life back together. You're working with good people, man. Just stop. Like, you know, just be happy for what you're feeling. So I'm thinking that as I'm walking in. And then as I'm as I'm walking in, this lady's walking out. And you could just even tell, like, just in her eye, like, there was just a little shot. She had, like, just the regular outfit that you throw on just to go. And she had, like, a half a gallon of Tito's. And you could just, like, and I know that because I know those early. I know the waiting until 6 o'clock in the morning where I know the liquor store is open to go get it. And so, in any, like, I just felt some solace in being like, okay, I'm not where I used to. Because a year ago... Eight in the morning, I was at my neighborhood liquor store, you know what I'm saying, getting a fifth getting a fifth of Casa Dora. Right. And with some flip flops on and some shorts with no drawers on. Like that <laughs> that was me. So I think that it's always good just to to count the just count the blessings. Like every day we make it through, it's like, nigga, I didn't drink yesterday. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And so that's a good feeling that I have in my chest when I think about it. We've been doing great and working it out. And this podcast has been really helping, you know, to be able to talk about it. It's like going to a therapy session it and is. showing it off to the world. So, And I'm glad that we're able to, and, you know, we, you know, Shantae and I creatively had uh, been able to talk about, you know, just, you know, different things that we wanted to, you know, make this podcast be. And I'm glad that we're able to just be our, our 100% authentic, true selves. Like, we don't want to just come up every week and just, hey, so uh, drinking, we hate it you hate it right see you next week so it's just like for us to even be able to talk about different levels and different layers of it because alcoholism is so very complex with many layers so yeah it definitely does help me work through it and uh stay on the sober wagon yeah and shout out to the people uh that's been liking subscribing and you guys have been coming in and speaking up and doing all these things i got my boy, uh, I call him my boy now, but one of the guys who's hit me up when he got sober two months, yes. uh, he's now at like six or seven months, I think. Come he, on. Just, he, he hits me up every now and again and goes, I'm still I'm still going strong. Mm. And it's so beautiful to hear. So shout out to everybody. Yes. That's either trying, um, you know, trying to figure it out or actually just doing the damn thing because mm. we both know how hard it is. And um, and you can do it. Like, that's just the biggest it. thing. I know it's just one of those biggest cliches things, like, just one day at a time. But I never get in the weeds of thinking of living sober for the rest of my life. I'm thinking I'm probably going to get into bed at 1 o'clock this, you know, 1 o'clock in the morning tonight. What do I need to do to hit that pillow Absolutely. dry? That's all you got to do is just, you know, just focus on that one day and just one foot after the other. I think it just it starts to get easier. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, I'm pretty good. You feeling good? I feel great. All right, man. Uh, could, yeah, Let's uh, go ahead and get up out of here. Before we get out of here, what, what do you plan on doing this week in front of you to stay sober this week? What, what well, are some tools you think you'll imply? So I've been a little slacky with, with my production uh, as far as like just planning this thing out. So I am about to actually get going. We are about to get going. We are. We got some they stuff. We're writing work, some stuff together. Putting some production out. Doing some shows together. And shout out to you for uh, just allowing me to just hop on stuff. I, I, you know, I, I love giving people their flowers publicly. Just even, you know, you're helping with my confidence immensely on stand up. Hey, Thank you for throwing me on different job. shows. I always appreciate it, whether it's me opening up for house arrest or me opening up for you at the comedy chateau or even you taking on the road it's not nothing that i ever just take for granted i know you got a million friends and you know a bunch of people that you could always give those looks to but the fact that you trust me with that and the fact that you help 
you know, you know, help, you know, iron sharpen iron, help me get better. I just really genuinely appreciate you as a person. You're doing your thing. Hey, man, as are you. you. And, and as you say that, uh, House Arrest Come is on. August 12th. That's a virtual online show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, August 25th, I got a dope lineup, bro. Uh, Who you got? You want to tell Chateau. them? You want to let them know? Listen, Comedy Chateau, August 25th, 8 p.m. The show starts. I got Daphne Spring, Oof. Ryan Davis, BT Kingsley, Oof. Teddy Ray, and Precious Hall. Oh, oh, so it's that's an all star cast. cast. The Comedy Chateau tickets are at my website. And um, pull up. You might see me there introducing her on the stage. Oh, now, we don't in. know. Make sure. But just go and just the show is going to be lit. The, that lineup is lit. The club is lit. Yeah, and you got house arrest coming up. So we out here. We working. You know me, man. I'm just doing my thing. I'll actually be in Detroit August 13th through the 15th doing my thing. So uh, we're going to just be out here, man. I have been Doughboy. And I have been Shantae Wayne. This has been another episode of Menace to Sobriety. Like, subscribe, follow. Go follow the pages, Menace to Sobriety, and we appreciate y'all. Yep, yep. Peace.